British Airways is proud to welcome you to our home, to the thrills of London and the hills of Scotland, to delicious roasts and stunning coasts. Then explore Paris and Madrid and roam around Europe. Devour the art and savour the food, or just shop and shop until you flop into bed. Take off to Britain and beyond. Book now for 2021 and change later with our flexible booking options. Terms apply. Visit ba.com for details. This is the intro jingle. This is the K-Pop Devok Show with Eric Nam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the K-Pop Devok Show. I'm your host, Eric Nam, and I hope you guys have been doing well. We are in our new studio and we have a very special guest today. And I'm very, very excited to get to know this talented young lady. Um, and I say lady with a British accent. You know, why is there a siren going off outside? They're so excited for this. They're just <laughs> so excited for the episode with this fire lady. Please, everybody, give a, a nice warm welcome. <laughs> yes. A nice warm welcome to Denise of Secret Number. Yay, yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I yeah, love Dive. Welcome. Well, thank, thank you for loving Dive. No, and not only that, but congrats on your comeback, by the thank way. You. The songs are great. I've thank been, you so much. It's been great. I was listening to The Trouble With You on the way here. Really? Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. It is our first time meeting. Yes, yes, right? it is. Unless I… I don't think so. Okay, I, I think right. I probably remember. Whew, yeah, we're God. good. We're fine. We're fine. Sometimes people are like, I met you like oh, yeah, seven right. years it ago. I'm like, like well, I don't I'm quite I'm so know. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, for everybody who is not familiar with Denise, it's okay. That's It'd be like that It's sometimes. okay because, you know, it is you guys just debuted. Yes. People are still getting to know you, mm-hmm. getting to know the group. Yes. I'm and- still getting to know me. <laughs> I am too. It's okay. And this is, one, this is part of the process and people… Falling in deeper, deeper in love with you, or oh, getting to know uh-huh. you, and falling in love with you, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're excited to have you here. I intentionally, I'll put it out there, did not do too much research. Oh, I that's usually do fine. a lot yeah. of research, but this time I did not because I want this to be a dialogue, uh-huh. like a conversation okay. where we get to know each other all better. Because right. cool, there's there are ones where you're like I know all this stuff about you, yeah. but more than that, I, I think it'd be interesting for people to be like, oh, I'm getting to know Denise. Just like everybody else's. Wild. And so that's that's kind of my approach today. Awesome. So, okay. He didn't have much time today, guys. Just- <laughs> <laughs> to kick it off, first of all, welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Please introduce yourself to everybody who's listening. All right. Hey, guys. I'm Denise. Or oh, should I give my team insa? What's Whatever your you number? Ooh. Hey, guys. I'm Denise from Secret Number. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Denise is here. She's asking for everybody's number. That's a quite yeah. that's quite a forward. It is pretty forward. Inza. When we were coming up with it, we were like, oh, there were a lot of different ones. Like secret numbers were like, we like shh or like I don't know we don't know what to do it's like we can't shush them like that's rude so we're like oh what's your number is cute and then we came up with the little thingy nice. so I have one I mean you don't ever have to use this uh, maybe I'll use this please beep boop beep boop beep boop What's your number? Oh my gosh. Secret. Yes. Sorry. That's so much better. We don't need this because we usually like go with the tutor's head, but we needed, we needed something stronger. We'll come with that next How time. How about I go around with you guys Please. and every time you inside, you'll be like, Eric, it'll be, you need it'll to be come a secret number. Yeah. For Eric that's Nam. Not bad. Thank you. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. What's your secret number? Yes. I'm all about it. I'm, I'm so all excited. about it. Um, so, okay. Have you listened to this show before? Yes, you I have. have. I think it's every episode I would end up watching would be ones where you're by yourself. So oh, I did okay. never get to see you with someone else. Oh, okay. But um, 
I I have I am very familiar with Dive though, oh, okay. yeah, and I'm very really? familiar with you as an artist. So. Well, thank you. I feel so flattered and honored. Yeah, that's really? that's so nice. I'm so flattered and honored oh, to be no. here. We're so glad to have you here. I mean, we are always looking for new people to join our shows and mm-hmm. to be part of our community mm-hmm. here, and um, we're just super excited. So welcome. Let's get into it. So, All right. We're gonna get to know you. Um, I was doing a very little bit of research, yes. and I found you are from Texas. Yes. Were H-Town, you born there? Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was born and raised in Houston. Um, that's just where I've been my whole life pretty much before okay. I came to Korea. So I was just Houston raised, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, your parents, are they still there? Do you have any yes. siblings? Um, I have an older sister uh-huh. and uh, she's currently actually living out in California because okay. she's uh, my older sister. So she's out here. She's doing her job, thriving, doing all, all right, the good stuff. Thing. My parents, they both still live in Houston. Okay. But uh, I actually have my mom visiting me right now, which is oh, really nice. nice. So she went through the whole quarantine and everything. But yeah. it's really nice to see her after all this time. Yeah. And it's really difficult, like more than you think, to be… You would think that with um, electronics and everything these days, you would be able, it would be easier to talk to them. But then it makes, I think it makes seeing them that much more powerful because you can see their face right. on um, video call or whatever. But then whenever you see them in real life, it's just Real life everything. is never, is, is always so much for better. For sure, for sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's great. So you were born and raised in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, what, if you don't mind me asking, yes. what, what did your parents do? And like, uh, how did you grow up? Like, what was life yeah, like in well, Houston? I was pretty… I was just a pretty normal Korean American like growing up in Houston. Mm-hmm. I did. I spoke a little Korean growing up, not yeah. a ton. I lo- learned a lot more since I came here. Mm-hmm. But um, both of my parents are Korean, so I'm full Korean. I actually get asked if I'm half a lot, but oh, really? I'm actually full. So I can see that. It's hard to. It's hard. I just. It's that weird middle line where it's also like everyone's like, "Oh, are you are you Japanese? Are you Chinese?" Like uh. I'm like, "Oh, I'm Korean." And then no one really knew. At the time, but then Korea blew up. So because of that, it right. became like so much more of a big thing a cool to thing. be Korean. Yeah. So I was kind of like, oh yeah. Yeah, I know kimchi. Like all the good <laughs> stuff. You know, they're really yeah, basic I know things. Style. Yeah, I do. And I was like, dang. I was like, when did being Korean become cool? I was I like, know. oh my gosh. But I I was pretty chill. Like went to school actually. I got into music at a really young age. Mm. Um, my dad actually did classical singing oh, for a wow. while. So he was an opera singer for a little bit. That's awesome. Which is probably where I got a lot of it from. Mm-hmm. But um, my a lot of my family is really musically talented. Part of my family, like a couple of my cousins, like they play cello, piano. Nice. Like they're way more musically talented than I am. So, <laughs> But you're the K-pop yeah, star. It's, so it's a, it's a lot, you know. So I was kind of like, oh dang, you know. Where everyone's pretty musically talented here. That's awesome. And so whenever we would have family get-togethers, everyone would play their own instrument. We mm-hmm. would sing for the family. It was really fun. It was a good time all the time. And we were always surrounded by music growing up. So yeah. it was really fun. I think um, because of that, it really influenced me as an artist and really made me want to get into music at yeah. a very young age. So I ended up wanting to get into it around seriously when I was around eight or nine. I kind of That's went to my really parents. Early. Yeah, I went to my parents. I was like, I want to be a singer. And they were like, all right, sure, Jan. And I was like, okay. But um, they really were very supportive though the whole time. They really mm-hmm. supported me the whole way. It was been a, it's been a really bumpy ride since then. And then yeah. ever since then, it's been like, it's been 10 years because I'm 19 now. And I, I just heard his, <laughs> I just saw his eyes change when he heard I just, my age. I literally, I literally was like 10 years ago. Actually, about 10 years ago is when I moved to Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, we were, same thing, same thing. Did you move here then too? No, I was, <laughs> I was, I, was I, I started my music career then. <laughs> 10 years, now I'm 10 years into it and I'm finally doing something. So, well, okay. Well, let's, let's talk about this. So, mm-hmm. you know, when did you, so you decided at mm-hmm. eight or nine, 
mom and dad, I want to be a singer. Mm-hmm. I want to be a star. I did. That is exactly what I said to them. Um, who, who were some of your musical influences? Who were you looking at at that time? Like, I want to be like this person. At that age, I was watching a lot of Disney and mm-hmm. Nick and you know, all those good stuff. Am I allowed to say names on you this channel? You can say anything okay. you want. Because I've yeah. been on a lot of things. So like, yeah. you can't say brand names. They're like, you can't say YouTube. I'm like, yeah, YouTube, I'm like, YouTube, YouTube. I'm like, yeah. Apple, Apple, Apple. <laughs> Everything. Samsung, like, Samsung, I have Samsung. A, a fruit phone uh, yeah. or things like that. I'm like, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm like, cut the phone. I'm like, I'm very sorry. They're going to have to do so much editing. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I watched a lot of Disney and Nick growing up. So I loved all of the music shows. Uh-huh. So I loved like, Disney was all about that, you know, acting and singing right, kind of thing. Right, singing right. Nickelodeon. Selena Gomez. Exactly. So my biggest influences of time, like when I was young, I remember distinctly loving Demi Lovato uh-huh. and Selena Gomez so much. And the uh-huh. fact that they were really close at the time was so yeah. great. Cause, and they were singers and actors and just basically like the Disney babies. So right. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But Demi Lovato actually had like a lot of her own style and music. Right. So I really wanted to be… I loved her like with all my heart. Mm-hmm. And then I also loved Ariana Grande mm-hmm. at that time when mm-hmm. she was had the red hair and everything yeah. going. And then now she blew up. So I was kind of like, you know, well, they I, all I blew up. Yeah, now exactly. They're so they're huge. all just like the whole Disney crew just kind of went. And I was like, well, dang. But I think seeing them grow from being an actor, like a child actor and artist, to being the singer and musical artist they are now, like writing their own stuff, mm-hmm. taking care of their own production and things like that was way it was way inspiring for me because mm-hmm. I was thinking oh dang you know I can do that but at that age I just saw them and I was like wow I want to be that and yeah. I, was, I just thought you know like all the artificial laughter in the back I was like yes that's <laughs> what I want now more than ever it's important to keep your family's garments free from bacteria fortunately the turbo extreme steam handheld steamer kills 99.9% of bacteria on face masks shoes coats and any other garments they may wear when they venture outside the home It's the most powerful handheld steamer with the turbo setting that quickly smooths away even the toughest of wrinkles. Works great on all kinds of clothes, delicates, shirts, you name it. Heats up fast and gives clothes that professionally pressed look in minutes. Try it and find out for yourself. Go to conair.com and search Turbo Extreme Steam. No, that's funny. Well, okay, here's a here's a question. Do you know Britney Spears? I do. Of course I know Britney Spears. Do you know Christina Aguilera? Yes, thank the OG, God. the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh my God, thank Why? God. I was in a conversation a few <gasps> weeks ago, and I will not name this person until she comes on the show. Oh, dang. But she's, she's about your age, maybe one year older. Oh, oh. But I was like, yeah, like, do you know Britney Spears? <gasps> and she was like, who? And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's Britney, beep. And I was you like, know? yeah, I, I was like, do you know Christina? She's like, what? Christina who? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, do you know Mariah Carey? She's like, oh, I mean, like, I, I know rings Mariah. <laughs> yeah. And I know All I want for Whitney. Christmas is you. <laughs> I know. And I was like, but you don't know Britney or Christina? Like, that's a lot. It's like, it's, are they American? They're Korean. Oh, okay. okay and so then sense. I was like, okay, but still, but I was yeah. like, it's, I mean, come on. Like, you got to know NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Britney, and Christina. Oh my gosh, yes. They ran the 2000s. They did. What are so you talking about? Though knowing a lot of, I, I consider myself a, a 90s baby, uh-huh. even though I'm not. You're not born in the 90s. Um, I'm, I was born 2001. Brace yeah. yourself. I don't like I don't like saying that out loud to people because then it changes. It gives me like they suddenly like you're just a baby, and I'm like yeah, more I mean, or less. Let's let's say this. You are you are a tiny tiny infant compared to who I am. I am no. I am I am a fossil. Oh my gosh. I am I a am. dinosaur <laughs> piece of dust. He is and you dust. are a little baby fetus. That just popped out. Fresh, just, fresh out of the womb. I'm here. 
And I'm like, oh, I'm ancient. But that's fine. <laughs> that's just life. Yeah, it's all good. I um I hear that a lot from a lot of my friends because I I uh I'm the mangne in my group, uh-huh. but I tend to just kind of get along with a lot of older people uh-huh. because it's just kind of it matches with my personality. And I grew up as the mangne in my family as well uh-huh. before I had like my younger cousins mm-hmm. were born. But I always had my oldest cousin, my sister, and then my other cousin, and we and my other cousin. So we had like we had this kind of like couple, we had this little group, and it was of the we call ourselves like the OG cousins. Yeah, I'm so sorry Before if my younger cousins are watching came this. And try to take I our thunder. Get out of here, baby cousins. Yeah. So You're there's out. exactly so there's like a certain picture where it's just just us, and we're like mm, we're gonna create that picture. It's us. It was, <laughs> we're the OG crew. So I was always the youngest. So I was the one who would get the broken controller on the mm-hmm. on the Nintendo 64. You always got the short end of the stick. Yeah, yeah. it was. I always. I could never be Mario. I was always going to be Luigi. Mm-hmm. So one time I did end up playing as Mario, and I ended up watching the Luigi screen the whole time because I was. I've just. I'm so used to it. It's just yeah, burned into it your is. skull. So I ended up just always being the youngest one. So because of that, I think I consider myself a 90s baby because I was so influenced. Oh, by what okay, that makes I was, sense. I wanted to watch what they were watching. I wanted to right. do what they were doing. I was that. Okay, that that's like annoying that's kid, like my youngest so. brother. Yeah, yeah, and, and us too. He's he he. We were talking about this the other day, but at his like fourth or fifth birthday party, mm-hmm. we're like Brian, who do you want to invite to your birthday party? And he invited my friends oh. and Eddie's friends because oh. he thought he was like they're my best friends. I was like, oh, they're okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> well, they. All right, never mind. Okay, interesting. Um, so I, I feel you on Are that. Are you the oldest? I am the oldest. And then you have two. Eddie, who's. Two years younger and then Brian is eight years uh-huh. older. Uh-huh. So he's, Wild. he thinks he's a cool kid. But I mean, he, I mean Brian, you're cool. I promise. Um, he said a lot of things before this. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh-huh. off camera. Well, that's um, so sweet though. But okay. So influenced by… It's funny though. I was I was looking up a few covers of you that you were mm. doing on YouTube. Uh-huh. And completely like just… Mm-hmm. Maybe coincidentally or I don't know. But I was like, oh. Give me… Like Demi vibes with your voice oh, and wow. your singing okay, style. Yeah, I've heard that. I think it's I. I listened to her a lot growing up. And maybe that like, has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But I, so when you said Demi, I was like, oh, she's from Dallas. Is too. a connection. So I was I was like, wow, Texas. Because up until then, I had never known anyone from Texas that was up there. I mean, Beyonce. Beyonce. Funny story, actually. I am technically her fube because I went to the same school as her. Whoa. So Houston, Texas, born and raised. Whoa. But then she's known for going to our school, my old school, my the high school I went to for two months. And it's a, she only went there for two months apparently too. Oh, and then so she you're pretty left. much… We're the same. You're the same. Beyonce and I are the same person. I'm just saying, no one's ever seen me and Beyonce in the same room. It's okay. We're going to change your name though. It's called Deontay now. Honestly, I have a really good friend though who's loves Beyonce with their uh-huh. whole heart. So I can't do that to them. Um, but anyways, okay. So you went to just what? Two months of high school in the States and you came here? What happened? Like, I, how did that work so out? I actually was really, really serious in my career. I left Houston in the after the fifth grade. That was uh-huh. the, Fifth grade was the last year I had of per se normal schooling. Okay. So I finished elementary school. And then middle school up until high school, I was basically all online schooled. Oh wow! And um, I started online school before it was required. <laughs> but before it was, was cool. Required, yeah. So I was. I went to sixth grade online. I had actually moved to LA briefly just okay. for a couple months, just to do auditions and things like that for a lot of just like little casting roles. And That's I, really cool though. It's like your parents were very very supportive. Yeah, they, if you're mm-hmm. if they're willing to move you to LA to yeah, do auditions, sure. my parents were like, "Shut the hell up and uh, go, go study." <laughs> What are you thinking? I was always pretty good in studies though. So I think they kind of knew that, oh, she'll study while doing it. Because they kind of uh, always knew I would. I never had the intention of giving up my studies. Uh-huh. So I went through all of that. And then seventh grade, I briefly went back to the States. And then I went for… I was in and out of the seventh grade for 
months because I was going back and forth constantly because I had some other deal going on at the time in LA. Okay. But that ended up not really coming through. Right. But then it was a really good experience. So I never really fully went to school completely. Okay. And then eighth grade, I was online schooled as well. And then ninth grade, I went to high school, the performing arts high school that Beyonce had gone to for two months. Flex. Yeah. I love it. I love you, Beyonce. There's no chance you're watching this, but I love you, Beyonce. We love you, Beyonce. We love you. Daenerys loves you. (laughs) So I ended up going there and then I got an opportunity to be on um, a show here in Korea. And I was on that broadcasting show. Which one? A survival show. K-pop star, actually. Oh, okay. And so I went went through that whole survival audition process and I was part of a group called Mazinga S. And they were all, we were like four group. We're a four girl group. It was really sweet. We just all would sing together. It was super fun. It was a good memory. I feel memory. like I've seen that. Maybe. I mean, was, I, I mean, I know they've had like multiple renditions yeah, yeah, of like girl sure. groups kind okay, of thing. Pops, right, but yeah. I, I feel like I've probably seen it. It was really fun though. It was a good experience. And then after that, I ended up getting picked up. And that was like when I was a freshman in high school. And I got picked okay. up and I went to a, co- a different company, like a bigger company. And then that was my first company ever. And uh-huh. then I stayed there for a while. I was there for about two years and I… I did that. I did the whole like training thing for a little bit. And then after the contract ended, I just kind of decided that I wanted to make the music. The direction I wanted to go musically was different than the direction that the company wanted right, me to go. Right, so right. I kind of was very grateful for the opportunity, but I kind of parted ways with uh-huh. them. It was all in good. It was all in good terms. That's though. good. So I ended up going back to Houston and I was there for a year. I made my own EP and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It was I put it out on all the music platforms. Um, it's still on SoundCloud now, I believe, but I took okay. it off of the other platforms just because I, I didn't, I didn't have a, a job at the time. So I was like, <laughs> it's a little expensive to be putting all my music out there. So <laughs> I had to take it off. So I kept it on SoundCloud though, but I had, I had a couple concerts. I had an EP. It was just a bunch of my friends coming nice. out, which was super fun. So it was just really good memories. And then I got an opportunity to come out here to Korea again with my current company, Vine, because one of the people I had trained with in my old company her and I were really close and in contact and we stayed in contact even after we both left the company. And mm-hmm. then she told me she had an opportunity in a group. They needed a vocalist and mm-hmm. that she would just, um, we and her always had a dream of debuting together. Uh-huh. So she ended up uh, having me come and I had just happened to visit Korea yeah. and then I was visiting, but then I ended up meeting with some of the higher ups in the company. And then yeah. they were like, oh, she's I. And so they kind of took me in. She and I, then she she I. I. So then a couple of months later, I came to Korea and then we trained for a year with our group and then we ended up debuting. So it was really great, especially because I think a lot of their members that have trained definitely longer than others, but a lot of them are very experienced. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I think it was really easy to work together. Mm-hmm. And then also because we're so international, there are moments, you know, kind of we were able to understand each other more right, than right, right. if we were all just say like one, if we were all the same nationality, because then mm-hmm. in that way, we are all all learning about different countries and different cultures all the yeah, time. That's so that's super cool. That's really um, nice. That's basically that's how I like got a, here. a very cool story especially because again like i i think it's also there is a generational difference yeah, of sure. when you were like you were saying when you're growing up uh-huh. korea suddenly became cool yeah yeah when i was growing up people were like what is korea yeah exactly so it was a completely different conversation so i'd be they'd be like what are you chinese japanese I'm exactly like, me too I'm like i'm korean like, like what is that? korea yeah. i'm like it's a country mm-hmm. and they're like well, it's fake. I'm like, how is it? F- like, why would I make up a name <laughs> yeah. and say that? But okay. I had to memorize. I'm like, it's a small peninsula in the edge of, Korea, in the edge of Asia. <laughs> Surrounded by three bodies of water. Yes. And it's near, it's, it's between Japan half. and China. Yeah. And, you it's know. not as big as either, but then we're, it was pretty cool, yeah, you know? Exactly. Um, but that's super cool that your parents were willing to 
to let you mm-hmm. be so flexible and allow For you to sure. pursue that dream. And right when I was starting, I think online school wasn't that big of a thing. Mm-hmm. So it was really tedious at the time. We weren't really sure, sure if that would work out, but it was great. I got all, I finished high school and everything and I graduated. I actually ended up, um, I was in Houston. I was finishing senior year while I was actually in my current company. Mm. So I flew back briefly, briefly to be able to graduate, to walk okay, across cool. the stage. Cause my mom was like, you're going to, I'm going to bring you home for graduation no matter what. So I came home briefly, saw all my friends and my family mostly. Spent a lot of time with my family. I have a dog and a rabbit. So I spent okay. a lot of time with them. And then I walked across the stage for grad and I was like, 12 years for this, huh? For a yeah. piece of paper. I was like, wow, great. So yeah. It was great. Well, I'm curious. You know, I, I think you've had such a, uh, an atypical upbringing, for right? Sure, yeah. It's very, uh, I don't want to say abnormal, but it's very unique. Yeah, right? I, I hear that a lot as well. Um, but I'm sure that it's it's great that you're debuting and you're performing, mm-hmm. you're pursuing this dream. But I feel like there are probably moments in it as well where you probably maybe felt alone mm-hmm. or like very lonely mm-hmm. or very you're like, is this the right move? Yeah. Like, did you ever have those types of struggles? Because I think that's something that everybody kind of goes through. For but sure. for you, it's also a, a very different perspective. Mm-hmm. I think it was difficult, especially because when I would come to Korea, it's, you're Korean. Why can't you speak Korean? Mm. And um, being in that weird middle ground between, I'm American, but in America, I'm considered a person, not a foreigner, but you know, I'm not American, American, American. American. I'm yeah, not like the, the, the white picket fence gal. Yeah. So because of that, as much as I would, I felt very weird in the middle because in, it's just wherever I am, I'm considered a foreigner. Yeah. So I was nationality, like in heart, I'm American, but blood wise, I am Korean. Right. So I had a very hard time kind of adjusting and figuring out mm-hmm. culture wise, I'm American, but then the way I look is Korean. Right, so, right, right. but in Korea, I'm also considered American looking, right. which no, is interesting. Yeah, they're like you. Yeah, no, you, I, I feel the, you. 100%. It's, the, and I it's like, like the huh? double standard wherever you go. So mm-hmm. you don't fit in here or there. Yeah. You just always kind of like… It's a very weird do? place to be. So I was kind of in that middle gray area for a while. Yeah. But I think I… In the beginning though, actually when I came to Korea, it was pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Because I was surrounded by people that were in the same position as me. Because whenever I had first come to Korea, the first time I ever came was actually because of the survival show I'd been put on. So there were a lot of foreigners there with me. So it didn't feel as weird. And being in a survival show just means you're there for the whole time with right. the survival. Right. Because I came for the sake of the survival show. So yeah. everyone I knew there was also there for that yeah. reason. So in that way, it was easier. Mm-hmm. But then when I came and then I had more time to myself and I kind of realized that I was living here now, it mm-hmm. was very weird because I had never moved in my life. I've never moved houses or anything. So it was very strange that coming to the, like thinking in my head, like, oh, I moved. I really mm-hmm. moved across mm-hmm. the country. Not even across, across the country, across the world. And I just kind of was like, yeah, sure, let's go. And I, when I kind of came to that conclusion, I was like, dang, this is, I was like, oh, I am, completely and utterly alone here mm. when I was like, snap. And because most of my family's back in right. America and I have extended family here in Korea that I've gotten to know, which is really nice, but it's definitely different. So um, I did struggle for a while I was here. I didn't know anyone. I, but then again, I'm very good at being alone. So mm. I don't, I never really had a problem with it uh-huh. until I think I found some, I found people that I got to know. And also I found a lot of foreigners that were coming to Korea for internship opportunities and things mm-hmm. like that. People I had met in a, for different reasons. And yeah, yeah, yeah. getting to know them was really easy. But then I realized when they left, the second time I came back to Korea was actually a lot more difficult for Ooh, um, why? this company because the people that I had known were all gone. And mm. not only that, but it was in a different sense where I was training, not just to train, but training to debut. Right. So the stakes were a lot higher. It was a lot difficult 
it was a lot more difficult, a lot more stressful. Mm-hmm. And practice-wise, I'm pretty okay. But I think a lot of things with um, having to shape my image, mm-hmm. not be too American, not be too Korean. Um, I felt a lot of pressure based on who I was and who people wanted me to be. Yeah, And that idol image is very very strong here. The right. word idol in itself just means like a mini god. So because right. of that, I felt very pressured because I wasn't really sure if I wanted to be that. Uh-huh. And I never really wanted to be a celebrity. I just wanted to make music. Mm-hmm. But here in Korea, to make to make music, it comes with that cost right. really anywhere you go. So I didn't really know if I was ready for that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have anyone that I knew that could really understand how I felt because… Mm-hmm. Being American, I think, is a lot more different from being a foreigner from somewhere else because of the fact that they are very free, you know, the liberty and, you know, our water tastes like freedom or whatever, you know, <laughs> the good stuff, the good stuff. So it's it's really fun in that way. But then at the same time, it's hard to… I'm not… I can't think in English right now for some reason. Like I'm having Sorry. words come up that are in Take Korean. Take your time. Um, just… Like… Relate. Relatable. Yeah, to me, it's hard to relate to people because mm-hmm. of the fact that there are certain things that I do that are acceptable and not really cared much about in America. But uh-huh. when I come to Korea or any Asian country, it's very big. It's a very big taboo in a way. Right. Something you should not do mm-hmm. or things like that. And because of that, I think it was really hard for me to find that middle line because it's really harmless. Yeah. Or there's some things that I see other people do that's not that big of a deal. But for me, it's huge. I'm like, right. how could you… Right. How is that? A, how is that possible? No, you know. I I I feel you a hundred thousand billion percent. Yeah. On You're those. from. Cal- I'm from Atlanta. Oh dang! Hey. I'm from Atlanta. We I'm do a, love Atlanta. I'm a subna. I love uh, Atlanta. Atlanta is fun. I've been there. Yeah. Uh huh. Atlanta. It's gotten more fun growing up there. I was born oh no! As hell. They, I heard the Korean community got huge. Uh, it's recently. huge, like, but you know, even when I was there, I was like, it wasn't that big, and then it exploded. Apparently. So for sure. Like, for sure. All right. Yeah, no, I completely understand where you're coming from on those points, but I think it recently got a lot better for me, though. Yeah, I think after debuting, I've gotten the chance to meet a lot of people, mm. and I think I think I was just really lonely for a while. Especially, uh-huh. it's different. Um, I love my members, and they're so supportive and sweet, and I really, really am so thankful for every single mm-hmm. one of them. But it's different working with them and being friends with them at the same right. time. So um, it's I think every group goes through its difficulties, mm-hmm. and I think because of that. We came out a lot stronger as a group mm-hmm. because we are so close and we have such a good relationship with each other one on one. You can't you can put any two together and it's not really weird. That's great. So it's really nice. Yeah. And the thing is, I think for me personally, I have a lot of struggles culture wise mostly. Mm. So being able to meet a lot of other people from from English speaking countries like America, Canada, wherever it is, I think being able to get to know them and meet them because there are so many foreigners here, foreign American people here, much like yourself. It's been a great honor to meet them because I'm kind of going, oh hey, like that's really, I we get, I get it. We totally get each other, and you kind of just meet each other. It's not weird off the bat. We don't have to really go in and try to. We don't have to ask about how old they are. Do I know how to put them in my head yeah. to rank them for age? And I. It's not that that's a bad thing either. I just it's just different. It's just I don't ever really, especially being someone that is per se younger Mm -hmm. right now, it's difficult because I feel like I'm not ever respected as much because Mm. of my age. So it's it's a little difficult. But I mean, I think I've come to understand. And it's something I kind of learned that, oh, the culture is the way it is. Because after learning about the history of Korea after I came here, it became a lot more understandable. Mm -hmm. So 
came, I, I think I accepted it a lot more after yeah. that. No, I feel like anybody who's, you know, not just Korea, whenever you move to a different country mm-hmm. or you're in a new environment, it's always, how do you adjust? Yeah, How do for I sure. adapt? And for me, it took years mm-hmm. too. There was always a misunderstanding. You know, I'd just be looking at somebody if I'm getting in trouble. And they're mm-hmm. like, why are you looking at me? Yeah, like, yeah. Because like, yeah. you're talking to me. They're like, like don't you dare look at me, me in the like, eyes. In the like, eyes, yeah. But you're talking to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm yelling at you. It's like… But… But… <laughs> but, uh, but… I mean, okay, I, I guess. Because I'm not gonna… Right, yeah. like, so you want me to look at the ground? That like, in America, it's like, look at me when you're speaking. Yeah. You know, it's different. It's 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 it's, a, it's very little things. It's small things that uh, that add up that make it look like potentially… You, you may be disrespecting someone. Right, which is not the case. It's just for a sure, different culture. For sure. And I, I feel that. Um, you know, speaking about how close you are to your members. Mm-hmm. For people who are not familiar with your group yet. Mm-hmm. how What's the best way to introduce your group and your members? Um, I think we're known. Secret number, our group. We debuted in May. May 19th. And I think we were very much… Put out as a very global international mm-hmm. group because of our five members, every single one of us is born in a different place. So we have really uh, Jakarta, Indonesia. We have Houston. We have um, Japan. We have California, and then we have Korea, of course. But because of that, I think a lot of people can find ways to relate. Uh-huh. And not only that, but out of the five members, three of us speak English. So it's really nice to be able to, I think. Be able to directly communicate with our fans. Since mm-hmm. K-pop is so worldwide and international right. these days. Right. Speaking English is just a very big plus in right. that sense. So I think we're able to also really appeal to the sense where there's so many foreigners. Like people move to America and you grow up American. But you don't really know. And you stand in that weird middle place right. like we said earlier. So I think a lot of people see that. And they kind of come to the conclusion that hey really anyone can do this. It's mm-hmm. not… It used to be a very specific mold in right. order for it to be K-pop. But I think nowadays with not only the music styles, because there's so much more styling coming in. You have the R&B, you have your EDM, you have, um, you have some jazz coming in. You have a lot right. of things that… K-pop isn't really necessarily defined these days by the type of music or the right. type of people that are in it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very much become its own culture. So yeah. because of that, no, I, agree. I think a lot of people… We've gotten a lot of… As much attention as we have because mm-hmm. of that. And I'm very grateful honestly. Because I can't imagine this doing… I, I do what I do because I love the music. But because of the fact that we're seeing so much direct attention mm-hmm. from people that we've never known. That we've never been able to meet. But the fact that they like they love us and they love the music. It's just… It's really great. It makes us want to work a lot harder. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. So wait. You have just one member who was born in Korea. Yes. But then two of them are technically Korean. Okay. Uh, well, three of us are by blood Korean. Uh-huh. But I'm a… Uh, just straight up couple, which uh-huh. is just born and raised in America. Yeah. We have another member who was born in California, but then she moved right to Korea all the oh, way, right away. So she, okay. but she uh, went to international school, so she speaks okay, English. Okay, okay, okay. But I would say culture and everything, why she is Korean. So in that okay. way, it gives everyone that kind of duality. Yeah, that's super cool. I mean, it's interesting to see groups that are coming together now who, that are so international. Yes, for sure. Because K pop is so global. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, I'm sure you've done like the fan signings. And Not all. yet, actually, due to I'm Corona sure you and everything. Will very, very yeah, soon. I think for our hundred day anniversary, we're doing a global video call fan sign, uh-huh. and I think that's what they called it. But yeah. um, it's a global online video call, and I I'm really excited for that because you know, I mean it just seems so interesting the fact that we can do that now. Yeah, so. I just I just. I just came from one. Oh yeah. That's, that's literally awesome. where I was just at. Yeah. And I have another one. Yeah. I've done like five or something. Wow. Any uh, advice for them? 
it's just talking to people on the phone. Wow. So it's just a FaceTime call. So Sweet. it's super casual awesome. and you just kind of talk to them. You know, if it was real, they'd be like, you're going to wear long pants with boots. And I'm like, I'm wearing Birkenstock with shorts. We do love that. We you love know? that fashion. We like comfortableness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. Like, so you guys trained together for what, a year together? Yes, about, about a year actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly a year. Honestly, a little bit over a year. Okay. Yes. Um, and and what has it been like? You, you know, you are now officially a hot rookie. Like oh, yeah, the that's team, the thing. you guys, such great response globally. You guys are doing the music shows. You guys mm-hmm. are doing all the stuff. What is it like having just debuted? You're on the. You know, in some ways, you've achieved a major milestone mm. and a dream. And I'm sure you have more that you want to achieve. But like, what was that feeling? When was it that you were like, oh man, I'm doing this. I have debuted. What the- I think doing the showcase was huge, especially mm. considering the current state of the world. Yeah. The fact that we were even able to do a physical showcase was uh-huh. ridiculous. So um, we didn't have fans, but we had a lot of reporters. Yeah. And it was actually raining that day, but mm. then a bunch of reporters still came. Uh-huh. And I think being on stage after all that time really really put into perspective what all of that training was for. Because yeah. when you're training, you're just in a practice room for days on end and you mm-hmm. don't really see it you don't see an end result ever. So after you, everyone's dream is per se debuting. And I understand that debuting is more say the start than the finish. Right. But it shows a lot more results because Mm -hmm. of that. Because you're going out, you're on stage, you're meeting people. You get direct feedback for what you're doing Mm -hmm. per se than rather than just hypotheticals. Practicing all day being like, this is what you might do. You need to prep for this because you might do this in the future. Right. So being able to go out and do things. If that didn't work out for you, maybe it didn't work out. But you know, we can always try again. Uh-huh. That that video will be on the internet forever, but you can try again. Yeah. So in that way, it's it's very much more so you reap what you sow. Uh-huh. So it's been crazy, honestly. The fact that we've also been considered for Rookie of the Year is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Because I… I was honestly, you know, obviously everyone hopes, they have high hopes for whenever they first debut. But the fact that on the first day we hit a million on our music video. And right now I think we passed 20 million, 20 something million more so. That's amazing. Which is crazy because, I mean, I don't really, I can't really imagine who would want to see it that much. <laughs> like it was a great music video, but I was just kind of thinking, you know, who, I I watched it I think like twice. And I was like, wow. And then I kind of… What kind of went on with my life, but you know, people are streaming, they're watching. Denise used to say she watched it twice times a hundred. I, I guess, per se, <laughs> I cannot really give you a, a rundown of the music video because of the fact that I have, I don't really remember, but Fair. it was great. It was just such a great experience. Everything that built up to the debut from the, the, the photo shoots, the the filming for the music videos, the recording, everything about it is just so fun that every drop of sweat, lots of tears, all the stuff that goes into it, it really it really shows a lot of results. Mm-hmm. Especially not only that because you send that out into the world and then people receive joy from just hearing right. and watching. So because of that, you realize that hey, I'm really actually doing something. Mm-hmm. Have you had have you had like one of those surreal moments yet? Where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Or, oh my God, I can't believe I just met this person or I'm doing this show or anything um, like that. I think a lot. Of, well, actually right now. Because I mean, <laughs> that's really big for me, guys. Eric Nam is great. Stop so, it. No, Thank because you. When, I, when I got invited to dive, I was like, do 
I'm gonna meet Eric Nam. Isn't that it? Is ridiculous? And As like, I walk in with the, yeah. like freaking Birkenstocks no, and like, shorts. He's like, "Hi, I'm Eric. I'm, how do, I'm like, how do I stop from saying yes? I know. <laughs> nice to meet you." So I was kind of like, "Dang, this is so cool because oh, you're so you. respected in the English speaking community oh, of the K-pop thing." And they're like, you. "Eric is a good man." I'm like, "Yes, he is." I need you around more often. Yeah. I need you just to be a Every regular. Every time Eric just calls, he's like, tell me something good. Tell me, tell me something good about myself. Yeah. Come on. Help me feel better. You look real good in these colors though. Thank I really want to say. Thank you so much. You it's know, so I generally good. don't even like the color purple, but today I like it. Yeah. Okay. Today I'm feeling it. I actually was, um, I got asked by a friend because was like, she was like, oh my gosh, you know me, Eric Nam. And I was like, I know, right? That's huge. She's like, do you, is it just me? Does, do you have you ever gotten support? You look like an Asian John Mulaney. I Doesn't he? Isn't that a huge? Isn't that John Mulaney is a fine-looking man? Just saying, John Mulaney. Low chance of watching this, but I love you. Oh my! But gosh. you do look like a John Mulaney. Well, See, thank you. Diane's losing Diane's it right about now. to punch me in the face because I know I Diane this. loves John Mulaney. I love John Mulaney with my whole heart too. Um, but and she sometimes I disagrees. get nervous on airplanes. I love John Mulaney with every th- fiber of my being. Diane, so. what are you? What are you trying to do right now? Your face is just cursing me she's out with your eyes. She's putting it together. She's that. She's that meme with like the lady seeing yeah, all the math around she wants her. To Agree, but I mean, you don't need to. She you wants could to just... disagree, but she can't. Oh my god! Haven't we, Diane? We've talked about John Mulaney before, right? Like Diane loves John Mulaney. I do too. He's um, such a good. So, so thank good. you. That's such a an, thank you. Thank you, Denise. And hi, John. Hi, John. Hope you're doing well. We De- love John Diane's going to cut this out and be like, <laughs> she's like gonna, "How dare you? She's yeah. like, How dare you speak? You do blasphemy. You do look like Asian well, John Mulaney, though. After my friend you. told me that, I was like, oh. <gasps> No way. <laughs> Diane is still, I've never seen her so befuddled. Her jaw is on no, the floor. In my head, I was thinking, I was like, D- has he heard that before? Because he does look like an Asian John Mulaney. I've never heard that. I've heard, I've heard like, no, it's, no, I don't want to do John Mulaney uh, injustice. Diane is not, she's, <laughs> she's going to pass out. Right now. You okay? Do, 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 do. <laughs> But That's thank so you. Good. Um, I'm I'm so frazzled by that comment. Yeah. I don't know what we were talking about. What oh, were we oh, talking yeah. I was about? Talking about like the I was thinking about like the English community. Oh, yes. A lot of people like uh, so you, meeting you. you is a huge honor. And oh, then I think being able to go on shows and you know like music programs in Korea, yeah. they're so big. There's so many of them. There are so many of them. And um, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. You you think, imagine like how can I do that many shows in one yeah. week? And you do. You do them all. They all just kind of the one week kind of turns into one long day, yeah. so you don't remember. But Blend together. Um, coming back to it, and when I go back to monitor and check out how I did, like what's something I could do. Seeing that and just kind of realizing, oh shoot, I did that. And yeah. Being up there and then when you're on stage and you're finding those cameras, you don't really realize that the cameras are recording you. Right. So whenever you come back to it and watch it, you're kind of thinking, oh shoot, that's me. Like yeah. I'm doing that. The world's yeah. going to see that. And I'm like, oof. Don't lose oof. that. Don't ever lose that. I yeah. think that's… that's that, I know that sounds mad ajashi of me to say. Mm-hmm. But… I just ended promotions yesterday. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking… That's why I was thinking whenever they told yeah. me that you were going to… Come and interview me. I was like, well, we're doing the podcast together. I was just kind of like, Any, isn't he <laughs> out right now? I just finished yesterday. So exactly. this is the first podcast I'm doing since. Yeah. But I mean, the one thing that I think I've felt and. and With that being said, this is for you. <gasps> this is for, this is for yes. Eric. I, I like went you. directly into album writing mode and I wrote <gasps> the top in Korean. Wow, so. thank you. Yeah, it was huge. For those listening on audio, I just got handed a Who Dis, a Who Dis album signed by all the members. 
And uh, with a nice little letter inside, I will read this privately because mm-hmm. sometimes people can get very embarrassed, like yeah. I do. And there's stickers, and I got a little photo card. Yeah, I had to look really hard for those because they're all put in by random. Yeah. So I was in the car, frantically. Like, there's got to be one Thank photo card you. of me somewhere. So, um, yeah, the front. I I also wrote. Um, Congrats on the other side on the front of the album. So thank you so much, guys. Go listen to the other side by Eric. Yeah, and go, go listen to Who Dis. We and Holiday. People, 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 people. Secret number. Um, We're so, not to have you record that. For I will us. do it for you uh, at no cost. Just let thank me know. Um, but I was just gonna say, like, I think once you start doing this for a while, mm-hmm. people, it's easy for people to get exhausted, mm-hmm. and it's easy for people to be like. This sucks. For sure, for sure. Because when you do it every day… And like… I don't know what it's like so much these days… But when I started to do all the rounds all the time… People would put out three to four EPs a year. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty much living at exactly. the broadcast. Yeah, you're, you're living there. You're sleeping. You are. Yeah. I'm sleeping all the time. Yeah. There. It's like… It's, it's a pain. It's, mm-hmm. it's exhausting. It's stressful. It's not necessarily fun. Yeah. And you're on stage for like a total of 10 minutes at the most. I mean, if that. Like Mm -hmm. you're on air for 2 minutes, 30 seconds to 3.10. You're there for 12 hours. So So it can be exhausting. It can be annoying. But I think for me, having done this for a while and then going back on these shows… Now I do like maybe once a year. Yeah. I was like, oh. It's… There's like a… How do I say this? It's fun. Mm -hmm. Right? And don't lose that excitement yeah. and that fun and that and knowing that we are so blessed exactly. to be where we are doing yeah. what we do. Too blessed to be stressed. Y- exactly. So because Word. of that, I think even whenever I was doing it, it's being um Shinin? rookie. Being mm-hmm. a rookie, it's it was new, definitely. Mm-hmm. You you're getting up at for certain days, you're getting up at three, you're in the so shop by sleeping. four, yeah. and then you're there for a couple hours because everyone, all the members need to get their hair and makeup done. Right. You finish, you're out, you don't, you buy, it's always kimbap. You, you buy some kimbap, <laughs> you get in the car, they put you in, they're like, all right, let's go. I'm chugging a monster in the back. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, well, let's, all right, let's do this. And then I get there, and then it's, you're like, you can't put your head on the back of the, the right, car seat because your hair gets messed, messed up. up. And I'm like, ah. Mm. So that's why I kind of started switching to straight hair because my uh, my my stylist were like, Denise, you're always sleeping, so we'll just straighten it for you, so you can't flatten Perfect. it out. And I was like, Thank you. Perfect. Like they you really took me into consideration. Start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have naturally curly hair though, so they already have to do a lot uh, in order to get it straight. But if they're gonna do it, you know, it might, if I'm gonna keep sleeping on it, they might as well just right. put it right to my head. Go for it. Go for it. But. Being there all day, it's difficult. But being able to be there and see all these other artists. So I, whenever I was, um, whenever we did our debut shows, we were um, coming across all of these, like one, like these sambas. Like we were um, together with like NCT One Two Seven. We were with um, TXT. We were with. We were actually there briefly with them, some members of Super Junior. And that mm. was a moment for me because the little K-pop that I grew up with uh-huh. was. Um, that I did know about was like Super Junior. Uh-huh. Um, I was I loved Super Junior U growing up, and then um, I I liked like Sonia Shida. I was like the, like the second gen OG people. Uh-huh. So whenever I saw them walk up I was, for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh! I've never really been like that because I wasn't yeah. a huge K-pop person growing uh-huh. up. I only just knew a little bit. But then I think seeing them in person, I was kind of like, oh shoot! You know, yeah. these are some, and they come in and they are just kind of like, hello, and everyone. It's not even in a way where it's like, oh, I'm great. It's just, you know, they've done this for so right. long that you can just kind of see right. 
the mastery yeah. in their presence. So yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. It's called hey. that yoyu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ease. They that- pull it up and they're like, I, and they're like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, yeah. hello. It's that seasoned veteran thing that they got going So because of that, I think being able to be on the same stage with them, it's a really… Music shows are a really great way, I think, to Mm -hmm. see and realize how much better you can become because you're crossing paths with all these other artists. And being there the whole time, it's tiring and I'm sleeping on the floor half the time because that's just the kind of person I am. (laughs) They're like, Denise, Denise, get up. Denise, open your eyes. Come on. And I'm really trying… In my head, I'm like, I'm a, this is not working. My face is not working. So there's a lot of videos of me. Like my eyes are like rolling. I'm like, I'm in here. And she's not, she's not here. So I'm struggling half the time. But um, it really coming off the stage makes it worth it. Yeah. I think, I don't think I've ever really lost to that. Because I realize how big of a blessing it is to you. Because I've trained for a good amount of time. Yeah. Not super long. But um, I think I'm blessed to not have been trained for like, too too long that I have for some I've seen people be trainees for 10 plus years right. and I and when I think of that I'm thinking oh my gosh you know I can't even imagine and I've only trained for about two three years total I would say if I put it all into retrospect but in that time I think seeing all these people on stage I'm going you know they've trained for so long they've mm-hmm. been debuted for so long and seeing that really puts it into perspective for me keeps me humble I yeah. think and I really know that there's so many people out there that really want this but uh-huh. can't have it or it just didn't work out for them. Yeah. So I think in that way, I just really wanted to be a voice for those people. Yeah. And me standing on stage alone just means a lot to them. So whenever I can't do it for me, I'll be sure to do it for them in right. that way. Because I've heard a lot that I'm a giver personality-wise. Mm-hmm. So they say… I work harder if it's for someone else rather if it's for myself. Mm-hmm. So in that way, a team's team is better for me because then even if I'm tired and I feel like I can't do it since it's not only the burden of me I'm carrying on my back I have the whole team I realize that I have to pick up my slack all the yeah. time so in that way it's it's helpful that's great that's great I mean you're also the Magna of the group mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? very very much so how is that it's actually fine I think everyone's really chill I mean it's doesn't really seem that way a lot of the times mm-hmm. because I guess I'm not very Mangne like I hear a lot of the time. So I never really thought about… I don't really think about age that much uh-huh. until… They don't really either until I sit there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so old. Everyone will look at me. They're like, stop, stop, I'm looking stop. at you right now. They're like, Denise, you were born in this century. Deyonce, I'm looking at you mm. real hard. Everyone's kind of like, Denise, you're you're a fetus. And I'm like, I, I know, but… Like, <laughs> I, I'm 19, 20 in Korean age. I'm like, ah, oh, this a lot of things happen this year. I'm like, my back is hurting, my my neck is popping, my shoulder pops, so I move it a certain way. I'm like, Mm-mm, this is this is age right here. Wait till you hit 30. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, oh shoot. And so in my head, I'm like, this is age. And if I say it out loud, I dare say it out loud. It's over. That's the second that. Like, Don't you, you dare. How dare you say that in my presence? And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. We'll we'll chill first. No, second. but 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 all joking aside, make mm-hmm. sure you take care of your health. Yeah. It's, it's the one thing that I wish I had done better in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Is I went. I've. Got here you're in 2011. You look like you're in your 20s. Well, thank you, but I'm fresh not out of in the my oven. 20s she's like, she's just like He just looks like a fresh bun popped out of the oven. Very young. <sighs> I'm here. Hi. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that's one thing. It's I think working so hard and neglecting to take care of my health took yes. a toll. Especially last year. Uh-huh. So make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you sleep. You have to eat well. Yeah. Like, you have to. So make sure you do that. Um… As we start to like kind of wrap things up, mm-hmm. um, we have some 
some questions for you. Just oh, yes. Okay, yeah, for lightning sure. Lightning round questions. All right, let's go. So, these questions are, they don't need an explanation. Okay. You just got to answer them. All right. All right, and then we'll go back. All right. So, here we go. Favorite variety slash reality show? Or Running Man. Running Man. Okay, what song makes you cry every time? Um, what is that song? Nothing and no one comes close. Simple Pursuit by… Um, it's Passion. Simple Pursuit by Passion. Okay. Simple Pursuit by Passion. Favorite Harry Potter house? I'm a Hufflepuff, but I really admire Ravenclaw. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I only want what I can obtain. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, first K-pop artist or group you ever stand? Oof. I got into K-pop very late. Mm-hmm. So I think the group that I would first say that I actually stand stand would probably be Swinyoshida, like okay. Girls' Generation. That was the first right. one I actually really got That's into. That's not that late. That's not that yeah. late. Um, I got into it like I got into it when everyone was kind of leaving the company and I was and I was still like backed up on Genie and I was like, wow, this song pops. And you're like, oh wait, this is five years old. No, but that's yeah, cool. I was I was pulling up, it was pulling it up. I'm like, the graphics are a little wild. And in my head, I'm like, ah, it was it was pretty long ago. Yeah. But I got into it real late. But okay. yeah, probably Swinyoshida. Singing or dancing? I love both. Honestly, I do with my whole heart, but I love singing. Okay. But then I love dancing too because of the fact that you don't burn calories when you're singing. <laughs> Does that make sense? You know when I'm dancing, I'm like, oh, I'm being productive. I'm doing my art. But at the same time, like I'm burning off that pizza I ate earlier. So it's real good. It's a real good you get it's a good a, balance. Yeah, but right. so I love but singing is my my number one. If All I had right. to do one thing, I'd probably sing. Favorite subject in school? I liked math for a while and Ooh. then I stopped paying attention one day and everything went downhill. So oh, that's me too. So I, I, I really liked um I actually loved writing. Um I wanted to major in literature actually okay. in college whenever um I was applying. So cool. Um early bird or night owl? Uh, I'm a night owl to the point where it goes into an early bird. I feel so you there. It's it's a good balance. Okay. You get a little bit of I'm either up real words. early or I'm up at seven PM. So <laughs> yeah. Either way the sun's down. <laughs> Um, coffee or tea? Coffee. I love coffee. tea as well though, but coffee. Oh yes. What? With coffee? And not tea together. With- I just I love I will take coffee, but I have to stop with the caffeine a lot of times. Yeah. So but I do love tea. I love a good tea. Okay. I love a cup, right. cup of vanilla ru- rubis, I think is what it's called. Ru- but in Korea Rubibos, they call it uh, rubios. Rubios. That sounds like Harry Potter. Yes, magic sir. Spell. Um what are you watching on Netflix right now? Suits. I'm really late, but I love suits. Suits? Suits. Suits, suits. suits and okay. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is one of my okay. favorite shows. So. All right. Um, what's your favorite season? Of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, no, no. Of, of like… <laughs> oh, 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 shoot. Sorry. Like for spring, winter, fall. Ah, oh, that's so <laughs> No, okay. no, no. It okay. came right after the… My yeah. favorite season, like weather, got it. Yeah. Got it. That was… You got you did that on purpose. So we're like, let's see how into Netflix she is. Um, I love winter. I'm a winter. I, I got a lot of hot in my body. So okay, you like I'm to a winter stay gal. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, favorite song to listen to nowadays? Uh, the Trouble with You by Eric Nam. Oh, what? Thank with you. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, your fans are blank. Awesome. Awesome. I was like wonderful or awesome. I was about to say wondersome, but then I was like interesting. That could work too. Mm-hmm. You know, who is your dream collaboration? Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce, oh, Beyonce, Miss Knowles, Miss Knowles. We do love Miss Knowles. All right, K-pop Tebak is blank. K- K-pop Tebak is legendary. Is we yo we legendary status? She just made us legends. I said it. ASMR. I said it, and I meant it. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Well, that's kind of all we have for these questions. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you for doing so well at no, answering thank them. Thank you so much for having all these great questions. Absolutely. You really exposed me with that seasons one, but you know it's <laughs> I it's I 
I, I, I accept what I am. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean, it's about time to, to let you go. We've held on to you for too long. Oh, yeah. Sorry, really? management. No. Sorry, we've taken over your life. Also, when you said we're uh, wrapping up, I was like, well, dang. I didn't even realize. No, time we've, flew. We've been here for over an hour. Wow. So. Um, first of all, thank you so much for making time. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, it's, this is I, there's no there's really no place I'd rather be. Oh well, thank you. It's been it's been a pleasure getting to know you. I'm so excited to see what is up next for you and for the team. Thank you so much. Um, what can we expect from you coming coming soon? Oh, coming soon. We're currently preparing for a comeback. Um, we debuted a couple months ago, but we're very readily coming back. We're really prepping for we want to see you guys as soon as possible so mm. we really we're excited to see our fans we always want to come out with something new as soon as possible so we can see everyone maybe not in person but you know put out all that good content in the world you know spread some good love and positivity so yeah. um, we're hoping to come out a couple more times this year so hopefully okay. look out for that and be sure to listen to Who This and Holiday we really really put a lot into those songs mm-hmm. and we really hope you guys love it as much as we had fun making it for you guys so yeah um, what where can people find you guys on socials? We have a group Instagram. So secret number dot official. We are on Instagram. I am notorious for not posting a lot. So I'm very sorry. I don't, <laughs> I don't take a lot of… I take pictures of a lot of other things. Yeah. Just I don't take a lot of pictures of myself. I'm okay. not… And I have shaky hands naturally. So I can't take selfies that well either. And I'm not really that good at it. Mm. So I leave that to the members to okay, be honest. Okay. But… It's gotten to the point where we're like, where is Denise? What is she? Where? Where is she? What is she doing? And I'm kind of, it's kind of embarrassing. Like I just, I'm not. I'm, I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know what? So. Do you? Do you? But um, we have a group Instagram. We have a Twitter secret number, but the S is a five because we're five members. Uh-huh. And uh, we will. Um, we're also on YouTube. So honestly, we have a lot of fun stuff. We're, we're working on posting different things, trying out new stuff. Um, you can also find a lot of. Are things elsewhere? We're doing a lot of different things. Hopefully, we can be on dive more. We can yeah, find a lot of other. Where you can you find on. us anywhere. Just look us up, and we'll probably be there. We're doing a lot of things. <laughs> so just Google them. Yeah, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone you just want to give a shout out to? Mom, um, dad, sister. Oh, I don't know. I want to give a shout out to Dive Studios. Okay. Honestly, I'm such a stan. I love y'all. Oh, y'all are so cool. You. I love y'all shows. Um, quick. Hello to my family back in Texas. I miss you guys so much. And we call a lot. But you know, I still miss you guys whenever Mm. I get. Uh, I'm always thinking about y'all. I'm always praying for you. Quick shout out to just our fans. Because y'all are so awesome. And I don't think I've been able to ever really speak in English continuously for this long. Uh So I kind of get lost sometimes. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for all your love and support. And this is just coming from the bottom of my heart. Uh, not only as secret number, but um, as a person, just as me, as Denise. So I'm very grateful for all of the continuous love and support you've been giving, not just to the group and the songs, but to me personally. Mm. It's been very, very encouraging. Awesome. All right. Well, all of our K-pop Tebak listeners and all you secret number fans, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. And thank you again to Denise for joining thank us. Thank you so it's much been for a having pleasure. me. Please be, for, please be sure to check out their songs holiday and who dis it's right here and look out for new stuff coming from the in the near future if you guys want more content please be sure to subscribe to us at youtube.com slash dive studios and slash dive 
pods. You can connect with us at Dive Studios. We're pretty much everywhere on the internet. So just find Google. us. Yes, sir. We have weird stuff too all the time. Like <laughs> TikTok stuff. I, I'm oh, so… Oh, you're on TikTok. Okay, TikTok I see TikTok is so hard. It is. You gotta oh, really be dedicated. Oh my gosh. But anyways, we have all that. So please check it out. Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Dive Studios for full episodes without ads. And you guys, there are a lot of perks on there. Like me doing mukbang. I don't oh, know. shoot. Dude, I was going to actually… Rec- I was actually going to um, suggest that for you. You could do a mukbang and call it Eric's Nyams. <laughs> like Eric's Nyams, Diana, you know? Can we make that happen? I mean, but… I mean, okay. We changed the name. Eric's Nyams. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, I was thinking about in the car on the way here. I was like, are we like that? Can I do that yet? <laughs> <laughs> do whatever we want. All right. Um, but as we say goodbye, everybody, please subscribe. Give us a nice rating and review. Yes, sir. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to ask Denise one more thing before we go. Could mm-hmm. you improvise a goodbye jingle for us? A goodbye jingle? Yeah. It could be anything. Um, all right. Thanks for coming to dive, but it's time to say goodbye. We love you so much. Stay safe and lots of love. That was good. That was good. All right, guys. We'll see you next week on K-Pop Tab. Have a good one. Thank you. God bless. Bye. Outro. Thank you for listening to K-Pop Tab with Eric Nam. Get ready for candy. Wall-to-wall, eye-popping, flavor-bursting candy. With Candy Crush Saga, you can enjoy three whole weeks of candy celebrations with loads of fun challenges and some sweet, sweet rewards if you top the leaderboards, like Unlimited Lives. Then on November 20th, finish it with a bang with a gift of unlimited color bombs for 24 hours. Play Candy Crush Saga now to join in the candy celebrations. Download it from the App Store, Google Play, or Windows Store for free. Terms and conditions apply.